You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey, Jets fans, want $50 off your next round of drinks? Try Tap RM. They delivered the drinks right to your door so you can skip the lines and trips to the liquor store. Discover new and exclusive drinks or shop for your favorites. Don't worry, they've got all the options for you. Order your first round at taprm.com and get $50 off your first order using promo code JETS50. $50 off $100 of beer, not a bad deal. I would highly recommend it. I've done it. Connor's done it. Joe's got it. So make sure you go to taprm.com, use promo code JETS50, skip the lines, and get $50 off your first $100 worth of beer. $100 in beer for $50. Can't beat that. Now let's get into the pod. Setting up, looking downfield. He's going to heave a bomb for Corey Davis at the goal line. Into the end zone. He's got it. That's a jet touchdown. The New York Jets select Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Turn of the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson, at WillPaw11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just me today, solo pod. And then next week, we have a, uh, a big you know, big episode. Carrie Rhodes and Steve Gelbs will be hopping on the show um, in a pretty big episode there. So stay tuned for that one. But first, a big weekend for uh, we get Jets football back after a long, uh, a long week off. Last week, it was a pretty enjoyable weekend for Jets fans. Obviously, the Dolphins, Panthers, Giants, Pats, Bills, uh, the list goes on. All lost. Seattle lost as well. So um, Sam Darnold didn't play well. Robbie Anderson didn't play well. Jamal took a ball off the face. Gino fumbled the game away. It was just a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting Jets, you know, former Jets moments there. Jets are going and travel up to New England uh, tomorrow. It's going to be um, – it's a very pivotal matchup for the Jets – Obviously, uh, you know, started taught season one and four, had some moments, but, um, you know, fans are kind of still feeling like that same old feeling. The Jets have not beaten New England, uh, I believe, in 11 straight tries. They have gone two and 19 versus them the last 10 years, have not won in New England since 2008 in the regular season. Uh, the list kind of goes on. For this so-called rivalry to, uh, you know, kind of take that next turn, the Jets are going to have to kind of turn the tide here and show up in a, in a big way on Sunday. Um, you know, I'll get into a little bit of the offensive preview, defensive preview, and, you know, my prediction right at the end. But, you know, initial takes, you know, from the week, um, obviously the big news, C.J. Mosley is going to be a game-time decision. He'll try to run out and test that hamstring out tomorrow. It's not practiced this week at all. Uh, so that flared up the second-to-last play against Atlanta. He obviously needs to play for the Jets to to have a real true chance, in my opinion, uh, on Sunday. He does so much between communication and our defense. You know, communicating, you know, getting everyone aligned on the defensive side of the ball, but also his ability to 
cover both backs and tight ends out of the backfield. The Patriots obviously use a ton of tight end, a ton of 12 personnel. They, they want to pound the ball with Tamandre Stevenson, Damian Harris, um, you know, and company. And um, the Jets are going to have to, uh, you know, have to hope Mosley's hamstring holds up early, um, early in warmups and, and see how he's able to go Sunday. Um, some positive injury news. Marcus May is back. I know he's a guy that the fan base is, um, you know, I, I'm not, you know, it's kind of indifferent on right now just because of the trade stuff from his agent and, um, you know, all those types of things and wanting a long-term deal. Marcus is back. Um, I know people, um, you know, don't think safety is that important and I, I understand, but um, if you watch, uh, if you watch last weekend against Kyle Pitts or two weeks ago against Kyle Pitts, um, it is important that Jets have safeties that can cover tight ends. Ashton Davis still working his way back and um, he's looked, uh, you know, looked like a guy who needs some game reps to get going here. Um, you got Colbert and Eastman and, and those guys, but it's important that Marcus made back. He played really well in the first matchup, you know, caused that early turnover that was uh, ruled out because forward progress and the refs who have been off all year, uh, you know, botched that a little bit, but um, you know, I, mean, I think he has sack as well, I believe. So uh, Marcus made back, you know, helps a bunch. Tyler Croft will, is not going to play this week. The Jets are going to be Ryan Griffin, Daniel Brown, and potentially Kenny Yeboah. So, um, you know, there's that from, from that perspective, but, um, overall, the Jets pretty much fully healthy. Obviously, back didn't lost and, you know, join a long-term IR. Guys are not back. But, um, you know, Patriots have had a ton of injuries. There's like 12 or 13 guys on their injury report um, that have been limited all week. We'll see what happens there. Um, a lot of times, you know, those guys will end up going. So, we'll get into the, uh, we'll get into the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, after this. But, you know, big, big matchup on Sunday for, uh, for the Jets and Patriots. I'll get into the uh, I'll get into the defensive side of the ball first. Um, obviously, the offensive side of the ball is kind of where the game is going to be won and lost. But defensively, um, the Jets are the Jets are in for you know an interesting matchup. I, I think the Patriots and Jets match up well. You know, from a Jets perspective, defensively, I think the Patriots, you know, do a lot of bend don't break type of offense. They're kind of modeled around sustained drive, taking care of the football, um, attacking the middle of the field. Uh, they're not going to burn you necessarily. Jacoby Meyer is a nice player. Nelson Aguilar has his moments of being a nice player. Kendrick Bourne as well. Um, but they're not going to burn you too much down the field. A lot of, I think, 60 or 72% of Mac Jones' throws have been over the middle of the field. Patriots offense built around those two tight ends, running game. Uh, like I said, long sustained drives, not beating yourself. And, uh, and the Jets defense is you know, built around not giving up that big play as well and, and kind of um, you know, getting pressure with four and five guys and, and – you know, relying on those safeties and, and linebackers to cover space. So, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting match. But again, CJ Mosley, whether he plays or not, is going to have a huge impact on this game, you know, the result overall. Um, you know, Mac Jones has improved each week. I think in some senses, the playbook has slowly started to open a little bit. Um, I still don't think um, – I still think that the Jets would rather Mac Jones beat them than this running game. Um, you know, I, I truly think they're going to try to put the, you know, the game in Mac Jones' hands and say, you know, beat us and, and much respect if as a rookie, you know, you go and beat us. But from Mac's perspective, again, he, he had some, he's had some moments. He's looked pretty good, but I also feel like we haven't talked enough about the nine turnovers he's got. We fumbled six interceptions um, since that Jets game. I think he's started picking every single game, two in, in one game as well. So, I, I just have, I'm interested to see how the Jets attack him. You're going to need big games out of the defensive line. Quinn Williams, Sheldon Rankins, Foley Fatukasi are going to need to be really big in the run game, as well as wreaking havoc up the middle, getting Mac Jones off his spot. Um, you know, when they go to those three and five step drops, five and seven step drops have gotten Mac Jones killed, you know, this year. Um, you heard it on the Badlands pod. You saw it last week. Randy Gregory, uh, you know, destroyed Mac Jones in a, in a nice five step drop. 
John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff specifically are going to have to get pressure, um, you know, and win their individual matchups. No Trent Brown helps. Um, so, you know, the Jets are going to have to really, you know, get after Mac Jones, get him off his spot, try to make him, you know, force him to be a hero, um, you know, and they're going to have to cause turnovers. Uh, I think the Jets are going to need to get maybe an interception, a fumble recovery, um, flip the fields, get your offense extra possessions, um, you know, and try to go. That's how you kind of win games on the road. You win that turnover battle, and the Jets are going to have to start creating turnovers, you know, more and more. I know they created the two fumbles in the Atlanta game, still without interception on the season. So, you know, you're going to have to see that kind of uh, that pick itself up. I would expect the Jets to rely heavily on Michael Carter and Javelin Gidry in the slot with guys like Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, and then those tight ends. They're going to need to have a big game. Um, and then just Bryce Hall and, um, and you know, Brandon Eccles to be stable outside, you know, Ben, don't break. Don't give up that big play that's going to, you know, get that Gillette crowd going crazy and, um, you know, kind of lose that momentum. So defensively, again, create turnovers, um, have got to stop the run and get pressure with four or five, get Mac off his spot, um, get him feeling antsy and uncomfortable. And, and that's how, uh, you know, you go to win the ball game, something a lot. New Orleans did really well. Dallas started to do well at the end of the game. Um you know, the Dolphins did really well forcing the turnovers. The Jets, frankly, did well in, in week two. But, you know, the Patriots offense is better than it was then. Um, you know, the Jets defense can have to kind of play a similar game other than that one drive, uh, that one run from Damian Harris. So um, I expect the defense to have a solid day, hold the Patriots to, you know, if they can hold them between 17 and 24 points to give that Jets offense a chance, which we'll, uh, we'll get into right after this. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Getting into the offensive side of the ball for the Jets, um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory what we've witnessed um, in recent memory of Jets quarterbacks and even when the Jets you know, are winning a majority of those battles. Um, especially, you know, with Mark Sanchez, it felt like until that playoff game, there was a lot of Jets defense getting Tom Brady under pressure, holding them to 14, uh, between 10 and 17 points and uh, manufacturing a run game and some, and some good red zone stuff. Like Zach struggled. Obviously, I don't think I need to remind people of, you know, how bad week two was, um, you know, being that home opener. That was obviously a, a crushing blow from the fact that you really felt like fan base was could not have been more excited and obviously zapped all the energy out of um you know out of that game but I think Zach should be able to improve this week um 
you know, the Patriots obviously did not get stuff on Gilmore back. They dealt him. They've got some, you know, Matt Judon, the guy they're going to have to stop and key on in the pass game, Christian Barmore as well. Um, from a defensive line perspective, the offensive line for the Jets has been pretty good. Um, I know George Fan is not allowed. Uh, has been pretty solid, honestly. Left tackle, Morgan Moses at right. Watch Vera Tucker coming into his own. McGovern's great at well from a PFF perspective. Not so sure. He's quite as good as they have him rated. And then obviously GVR has had his struggles. So the offensive line is going to have to you know, get something going in the run game. Um, the Jets are just like, it feels like it's every single run is a three-yard run. Negative two, five, three. Like it's just, they don't have, they haven't had that pop yet in the run game. Michael Carter's shown some flashes, but um, they've not been able to really establish that run. Um, that'll help open a play action, make things easier for Zach. But, um, you know, that's something that they, they're going to have to desperately, you know, you know, work on. They ran the ball really well, actually. The one game they did, it was against New England. Funny enough, I felt like they played a good team game defensively. And um, in the run game, obviously, the four turnovers, you know, killed them. But, um, you know, offensive line is going to have to stop Judon. Going to have to stop Christian Barmore, who's been uh, limited and, and out of practice a lot this week. So, so he's a name to watch. From a Zach Wilson perspective, um, the biggest key for him is to not go into a shell. I, I really, truly think that if, if he gets into a shell early, he's not aggressive. And then if he throws an interception, you know, obviously, hopefully he does not. But if he does, which, you know, it's likely he's throwing in every game, to not go into that shell and, and get gun shy, that, is, that will be something that's really, frankly, difficult to watch. If, if it gets down to that, I don't believe it will. I think, Zach, um, that bye week came in a good time for this offense. They were able to self-evaluate LaFleur, evaluate himself, his offensive staff, his personnel usage, play calling, Zach the same. You know, everyone kind of, um, you know, kind of the same in that sense. And, and this energy, you know, refresh, it's a young team. Um, you get yourself over hyped up and then, you know, you get go away at one and four. You had a big, they've had two weeks to prepare. They've got to do a good job from a personnel perspective. You don't want to go empty and 10 personnel as much as, you know, too much against New England, but um, the heavy 12 personnel with two-man routes against seven guys in coverage is not going to cut it, uh, which is something that happened, obviously, a lot in the first matchup. So get Elijah more involved early and often. Um, he had a nice game against New England, and with a better throw from Zach on one of the balls, I, I think he probably scores a touchdown, and his numbers look a little different. Um, the Patriots are going to probably try to take away Corey Davis, take away Jamison Crowder, creates huge you know, opportunities for Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, Keelan Cole to make impacts in this game, Michael Carter in the past game. Um, I'd like to see Zach eclipse 200 yards. I'd like to see him play, you know, between zero and one interception football, um, score a couple of touchdowns, get, get off to a fast start, get that confidence going, maybe take a shot early. Um, if you don't take a shot early, at least try to get some quick, you know, easy throws going, you know, let Zach kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm, start to feel himself a little bit. You know, quiet that New England crowd down. It will be loud in there. It's a, you know, going to have the refs on your side. Uh, you know, the Patriots, although they are 0-4 at home to date, um, they are still a good team at home. Um, and the Jets obviously, you know, find it almost impossible to win there. So, um, like I said, got to get off to a fast start. Got to get guys like Moore involved, Mims, um, in addition to Corey Davis and Jameson Crowder, who, you know, you expect, you expect good things from. So, um Again, no Tyler Croft this week, which means, you know, more Ryan Griffin and more Daniel Brown, which he obviously would like to temper expectations with those guys, um, you know, without going on a rant about that. Offensive line just establishing themselves, winning the line of scrimmage, come out firing, um, you know, on both sides of the ball, but specifically on offense, you know, you cannot lose that line of scrimmage battle. Judon's a nice player and he's had a really good, you know, really good season so far. But, you know, if you want to have guys stay in a chip and help Moses and and fan that that's great, but you need to, you know, get guys out. Um, they'll take shots. The Patriots are gonna play a lot of man. They're gonna challenge Zach Wilson. He's gonna have to kind of respond to the challenge and you know, 
get keep his mechanics intact, throwing to the right, throwing to the left, quick decision making, all those different types of things. You just want to see improvement from from Zach and. Um, you know, I think that's the biggest thing. The Jets, again, got to start early, got to score points, even if it's a field goal in the first quarter. Just really, you know, showing like <laughs> there is some improvement and kind of not just talking about it all week. And um, the energy seems great. And Corey Davis has mentioned it, and Wilson and LaFleur and Salah. But Salah put it today, like, you know, it's put up or shut up. And, and the Jets are going to have to go into New England and one of these points and win. Um, yes, I understand New England. Um, he still has that aura of Tom Brady and Belichick and the refs and this, you know, imposing environment, but you know, they are two and four, they're own four at home. Um, they get 550 yards offense last week. And as great as the Cowboys offense is, they turn the ball over multiple times and Dak still threw for almost 500 yards. They can give up points. New Orleans went in there and was able to do so. Miami went in there, was able to do so. Um, you know, Tampa in the rain, obviously, is a different story. And, you know, the Patriots have definitely played up to their competition and down as well. You know, Davis Mills, 40 yards, four picks one week. The next week against New England, uh, I think he threw for about 300 yards and three touchdowns. So there's no excuses um, for this game to not be competitive. The Jets have zero reason to not be competitive. Uh, this is a two and four New England team. And, yes, they've lost a bunch of, like, again, last second games. They also got the doors blown off by New Orleans in, you know, in New England after that Jets game. So, 25 to six with three interceptions. It's not going to cut it anymore. Um, two weeks to prepare. Got to come out fast. Got to come out firing. All the energy in the world. You're a young football team. You should feel desperate to get a W up in New England. Flip the narrative. And then you go into, you know, Cincinnati, you know, coming into your building. Indy, both, you know, good teams, but beatable. Like you, you have a you have a good opportunity here um, to, you know, stack together some good, you know, good performances coming out of the bye. And um, yes, I, we'll get into prediction time. I do not think the Jets win this game. Um, would I love to be wrong? Of course. Um, it's really hard to pick the Jets against New England until they prove they can, they can beat them. I'm, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go 27, 17, uh, as my final prediction here. Um, I think the Jets keep it close, kind of a similar, uh, similar game to the Atlanta game in terms of the scoreline where like they got to get a stop at the end. They don't let the Patriots kick a field goal and the Jets kind of run out of time. Um, but I think Zach Wilson gets two touchdowns. Uh, I think he goes, you know, something in the 21 for 37 for 240 and uh, two touchdowns and a pick. I think he maybe has a fumble as well. So two turnovers, um, but plays pretty well. Uh, looks competent throughout the game. The Jets get off to a good start. It's a, you know, 24-17 game with five minutes left and the Jets are in that game. So um, I think the Patriots cover. I think the, the Jets keep it close, but uh, eventually are not able to pull it out. Again, I'd love to be wrong. Um, so short episode today. We have Steve Gelbs, Kerry Rhodes coming on next week. Um, guys like Tim Jenkins, quarterback guru, will be on. There's a, a bunch of other people coming on on, on the docket. Uh, you know, some, some Jets players, some coaching staff, um, you know, some, some ESPN personalities as well. So, um, you know, stay tuned for that. November 4th, come out. If you're listening to the pod, you probably listen to the Badlands as well. Come out, meet me, Joe, Connor, um, you know, and crew. Uh, you know, $48 like a drink, uh, Shepard Knucklehead in Hoboken. Um, as well as using that Jets 50 promo code on taprm.com. I put my order in for the weekend, $100 of beer for 50 bucks. Can't beat that. So, um, you know, enjoy the game on Sunday. Hopefully it's better than the last uh, last 11 Patriots-Jets games. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you guys next week.